So, I gotta ask, as people with uh, landscaping in our blood, more so you, more so you in practice than me, do you consider the, the landscape of NXT changed? <laughs> I do, and it's flourishing green. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Take Under. Someone's been tending the yard in the back. We haven't seen in a while. <laughs> yeah, it's it's been a bit. We were going to have an episode on Sunday. And then to discuss well, to discuss the yeah. shenanigans of last week, of two weeks ago. And then there was a big announcement on the horizon. So we didn't, given our topic later today. Or no, given our topic coming up next week, we didn't want to just kind of jump in and fly blind with a lot of our criticisms, (laughs) probably. So we put it off, uh, and then we got two announcements, and lots happened. So we're just kind of going to catch up, because we haven't really on wrestling in a while. Our our hearts have been broken. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, that... That would have been a tough week to do it on, for sure. If we, if we had done it that second week. I'll, I'll tell you, last week was not a good week to be one of my favorite people. Because the people, all the people that I love just caught ass whoopings in wrestling. So it was it was a Roderick Strong episode, and I loved that whole thing. And when Finn came out and you got to prove yourself as a leader, I was like, oh, fuck yeah. yes, I love this. Except you're going to lose, man. Like, this, that's where it kind of sucks. And then so he caught his ass whooping. And then Thursday night, the next night, Kaylee Ray... Forever champion, best women's match of the year in fucking March happened, but she got her ass whooped and survived that match. And then Sunday, my childhood favorite wrestler, Sting, gets his ass whooped throughout a street uh, street fight. Oh my god. I didn't even know about the other two matches. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm telling you, I'm sorry, guys. I didn't know this was going to happen. I didn't know this was going to be the universe. The week the universe was going to shit down on my favorites. But hey, two of them won, so can't complain too much. Yeah, and there was no explosion at the end, which is kind of funny. <laughs> oh, man. We could, we could get into that at the end if you want to. Uh, but we got a lot to talk about this so far. So where do you want to take it back to? Uh, I... And what do you want to take it back to first? I want to bring up the. Uh, I want to take it back to last week when we had the women's tag team champs on the line, mm-hmm. and they should have won. And some bullshit. And the and sorry, this is probably gonna turn into a rant. <laughs> no, it's rant worthy. It, it's bullshit because they were gonna Dakota Kai and Raquel were gonna win, and some piece of shit from the other shows. That doesn't even make sense on his own fucking programming. Shows up out of nowhere to save Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler. I love Shayna, but get out of this fucking thing already. Be the be the beast that we know you as. Yeah. And get away from Nia Jax, and then they win the belts illegally because it was it wasn't the right person in the ring. Yep. Um. And I was so I was so pissed about this because I I actually shut off the TV. I messaged you. I was like, I'm done. Like, yeah. I was so amped for this. Yeah, we didn't. We weren't able to catch this live either. But I was kind of following along on Twitter, and I was just like, oh, some or some bullshit went down. Like, 
This sucks. Why? It's so easy. And I, my rant, my full rant is on semi basics. I don't, I don't have to go all over it, all over it again. But I mean, the gist of it is just like it was. It would have been so easy to just let them win, because you get a fusion like towards the the talent that you've been trying to build. And I, we know why. We'll we'll get into why they didn't or like what they're gonna decide to do. But like, even then. With the women's that, that are going on, the women's tag teams that are going on on the main shows, like they could all kind of go all over the place. And then you see the people from NXT, the stars of NXT right now facing people on the main roster. And it just builds more stuff, like more awareness of your brand, especially with NXT going to, to a different day. Like it just could have been good for everybody. And you guys just fucked it up. Like I said this on there. And if you go back and pause it right at the end, when they go, when they go back, when they cut back to Raquel and Dakota in the ring, the look on Dakota's face just describes what it is to be a WWE fan. And usually at NXT, we're, we're not subjected to it, but here with the crossover of it being WWE, we were. Yeah. Cause that face on Dakota, like it, I felt it, and then I felt all the anger like welled up because not only did you have a really good story bringing back to Shayna, where like Shayna would just pick on Dakota, yeah, and they and still Dakota, did that in that match, and she held her own, and like Shayna was caught off guard, and I was like, oh my god, this is like this is perfect. You have to drop the belts, like, yeah. And Dakota, yeah, like she might not be the champion here; she might get it later, whatever. But she has to be recognized as like the Mukujin of the NXT. And I will keep bringing this up because people will like train off of her. And she's amazing at the bumps and feeding and selling. And she holds on for dear life in the ring. And she should be respected for that because she's an amazing talent that I wish never leaves WWE. <laughs> I mean, in my opinion, believe if she went to any other promotion, they would probably put a belt on her like they did to Gianna Perrazzo. Oh yeah, um, she tries to rest with Gianna Perazzo. <laughs> oh my god, she's amazing, and oh god dang it, I, I just wish her to like have as many belts as she can in her career, but here she's just amazing how people feed off of her, and how well she performs, and when I saw her face, I just wanted to reach in the ring and like choke the ref. <laughs> um, yeah, because the belts, those belts belonged to them at that point, and they were stolen from them. Yeah. Thanks, I mean, Vince. I, I, yeah, it's just like it, it's so. At least that seems so simple, but um, whatever we got, what we got from it, and it's it's somewhat. I have mixed mixed feelings about it. Do you want to just go straight into it? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so we got NXT. I mean, there's no secret we got NXT champions out of it, or women's tag team champions out of it, and those belts you pointed out, you were the first one to say because mm-hmm. I I wasn't watching it live again or doing some other stuff this week. They are beautiful. I love those belts. Yeah, they try to make it as equal to the men's. So, like, hey, AEW, this is what you should make a belt for a women's championship for. <laughs> right? Uh, you don't need to make it tiny or tiny. Like, they're supposed to be equal to the men's. Yeah. They just polished it differently and make it look... Like, it looks way better than the men's. Like, I kind of want the men's to look like that because of how clean they look. Yeah. Um, and I'm glad, and I just like how Regal came out after he announced one other thing that we'll touch base on, but where he's like, I'm just sick and tired of having to wait for other people to make decisions for us. Like, so screw it. And he's like, and he announced the belts. And I was like, yeah, that's how this program is. This is how it should always be. No, no, no. I don't got to listen to your fucking bullshit. We're going to have this tonight and we're going to go because that's what NXT is about. And I'm glad they have the belts. 
they showed also the entire female roster yeah. for NXT. Which they needed that is to do. Sad. Because, because going that is into fucking this, sad. Yeah, all the commentary <laughs> and that like this was kinda leaked. Did it I mean everybody could kind of see the writing on the wall that this has happened. And all the commentary that I could see, at least every like everywhere that I look for stuff on like Twitter and, and like Instagram and where like wherever I find my, my commentary. Uh, was like it's not deep enough. I know it looks deep enough on the surface. It's not deep enough, and that that's kind of where my where I'm I'm hesitant. But we'll see. Like I trust NXT, and I trust what they've been doing with those women. And there, I think there's enough talent all all throughout there that they're gonna put on nothing but good matches. And we'll just I mean we'll see. You know what I would like to see too is because now that there's two two divisions or two women's tag team belts, yeah, he's like okay. We'll we'll have like one at our next pay per view, and then we'll challenge at WrestleMania the uh, the real tech and like see who's better or at Survivor oh. Series see who's really yeah better. definitely a Survivor Series these, match because I want to I want to see NXT just crush the other. I was like, oh, what you guys all got lazy and fat up here in your donuts? Come on, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, so then. Then here's where a little bit more of the controversy comes in is they're in their first Dakota and Raquel get the belts awarded to them right away. And they because they won the tournament, they should have won that match as we discussed. They're they're great. Dakota finally gets her belt. Everybody's happy for her. They go to a title defense and I just had a feeling. I told I this is when I had told Liz because we weren't watching. I was like I saw on Twitter they're going to they're going to defend. We need to watch this match. Like I just I just had I had a feeling I didn't call it so I'm not even gonna try and claim that necessarily I had a feeling we should watch this match and they dropped the belts in their first defense to Shotzi and Ember and I gotta say that was a fantastic match everything that women's wrestling tag team wrestling is going to be with these belts and I am not complaining about this drop because. Like, because of the circumstances, because of how great it was, they, everything about this night with these belts was fantastic, I think. Yeah, it was great. But I was like, just let her have it for a week, man. <laughs> no, nah, Raquel, you heard Raquel. It doesn't matter about five seconds. Or, they're the first. Yeah, they're the first. Um, yeah, this... Oh, damn, yeah. I'm, I'm so excited what's going to happen with, in the women's tag team division. Because of this match. Yeah. Because it was fantastic. And again, I'm a, whatever, I'll be biased towards Dakota. That Cloverleaf that she was in for like three minutes and never <laughs> tapped out. And like, I was like, oh my God, her leg's going to get really messed up. <laughs> and nope, she came, she survived and, and kept going too, Still which I was so kicks. impressed. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. What a, what a great, great episode this was. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And especially like, they, I think they kind of needed it, kind of all the hype after Revolution. Like, going into Revolution was great. The hype was, like, at Revolution was, was pretty good. People were starting to sour on it. The ending was shitty, and this was their chance to kind of say, look, we're still, we're still here, so we'll, we'll see where they go with it. But, yeah, the, I mean, a lot of pe- it made a lot of people happy. This match was fantastic. I will get into it, I think, when we talk about someone later. But uh, I I just gotta say, man, I I'm glad that Shotzi Ember finally have their belts here, as well as Dakota and Raquel, like that they all they all got strapped in the same night. It's fantastic. Yeah. Um, yeah, Dakota's just sure. like she's the she's the, she should be kind of the the whipping stick the way that she is now, at least on this on this brand at this point. I'm sorry, it's just kind of her role here. No, I didn't get it, but like. 
like credit like where credit's due is she's amazing yeah she's fantastic she's she's fantastic she's super talented she takes the bumps like nobody else to the point where like i cringe and i know i bring this up all the time but it has to be noted because that's talent into itself and because of that the other performers look even more amazing because of the sacrifice she does yeah and and when it's all down to the ground or where like she picks herself up after you see her for like 10 minutes get just like destroyed and then you're like oh my god get raquel and to save yourself and when that happens like you just blow up with excitement it's it's how i it's straight up at like attitude error for me wrestling right there yeah so i mean i guess to stick with the women for a little bit here uh forever champion we don't really have to talk about i think xylee yet because there hasn't been that big of a oh no i want to talk about that okay go ahead uh (laughs) i am so happy and so proud of casey kenzo (laughs) she's all like i'm not some delicate flower she whooped the shit out of xylee and i love xylee and i love her to death but when she came out support, Kaden and Zaylee just doesn't look. This is for you, or and and she's like, "Oh hell no, bitch!" She whacked her with the with the crutches. I was like, "Oh, this is awesome." Yeah, I didn't hear her say this is for you. I heard Big Joseph say, "Oh, you hear you hear her say this is for you." I was like, "Kaden said this is for you." Like I, I must have looked away or something. And then they showed the replay where she points at her, and I was like, "Oh shit!" Like yeah, that was so, such a great spot right there. And I, I, god damn it, this is just me like dreaming. So when it all like end up and Casey Gonzalez like chases Ailey into the ring, helps Caden, and whoops her ass or whatever with it, and she's like begging. So it kind of takes away that mystique from Ailey like being all tough now. Mm-hmm. But then Boa comes in and like breaks it and separates the whole uh, crutch. I was like, please, just dreaming in my head because you know someone will get appreciative like. He shows up. I was like, Ricochet, please Ricochet, just show up and whoop Boa's ass. But he did it. But Kanan, like, whoop Boa's ass with the other crutch. So I was like, all right, I'm cool with this. This yeah. is fine. Yeah, and then they just peaced. <laughs> so at least they're still in the tag team division picture once Kaden gets, or once uh, Casey's leg is better. But um, I don't, I thought that was a spot. Was that spot to cover for an injury, or did she get injured in that spot? Like, or are they just playing I, into it? How is that actually working? Is is my question? I, th- I I actually think it's a work. Yeah. Because like they said, it's like a temporarily. It's like a a slightly cut uh, ACL or something. I was like, mm-hmm. but I don't even think she would be like moving as much as she did to do that. So I think it's a work. And I actually was thinking that T and Shaw might like get up out of her chair to defend her disciples but no and then like cuts away i was like what the hell we're gonna get to that at some point probably in the next couple of weeks i'd say but yeah it's a it's a partial tear the same way that like you you partially tear your muscles when every like every time you work out that's what it was <laughs> that's what they're calling it yeah she had a, she just had a bad workout she tore, tore a little bit too many muscles we, should, we gotta keep her out for a couple of weeks she kept climbing up poles and we told her to stop <laughs> for the story we gotta keep her out a couple of weeks wait we didn't say it was for the story <laughs> um yeah so still sticking with the women we had a big match this week yoshirai versus tony storm and 
for some reason, this Yoshirai reign is continuing. It's fantastic. I'm just going to be, like, super excited now because of how you look. <laughs> I... One like, of us has to be, dude. This, first you got to make up for a, me. One, the ma- match was the good. Match is I great. will admit that, but like they, it took me a while to get into it. After the week that we just had, it took me a while to get into it. I I was all gonna hope because this is how the other than like Regal and the belts being like announced. This is how the show started, and I was like, all right, here we go, full blast, like championship right off the bat. Yeah. Um, and Tony Storm looked great. Like, I was like, oh, she finally caught up to what she said when she first came back. She's like, this is the new Tony Storm. And I was like, I believe it now, but she's still <laughs> lost, which I was happy about because EO still has the belt. Um, but yeah, it was a great match. But we know why. We know why the EO still has it. Because we know someone's, someone's coming around the corner for it. And so, EO tells about it later. So then... Uh- We'll get to that. <laughs> Actually, no, we, we can just get to it all at the same time. So, yes, EO is now going to challenge Raquel, the biggest threat to her championship. And I think this is just too soon because they're not actually building any sort of feud where it's like on Raquel's term. They're just going to fight right now. And I could see... Here's where my uh, my trauma from being a WWE fan... <laughs> Is and this is why I'm gonna speak this out. Just hoping that they hear it and hear how stupid it sounds, and then don't do it. Dakota, jealous of Raquel after losing their belts, costs Raquel her championship match, and then she just doesn't get a championship match for another couple of months, just to tack on a few more months of EO being this champion. Is is how I see it pessimistically, because and here's why I don't like it because like. If you are gonna do that, if you are gonna do that dumb storyline, which is dumb in the first place, why? Like, you need to have a few weeks where Raquel's getting annoyed of Dakota. Dakota lost those belts. Raquel's been carrying Dakota around for months, and like, if she's gonna dump Dakota, if yeah, if some, if anybody's gonna dump anybody, Raquel's gotta dump Dakota, not the other way around. Mm, okay. See, I don't see that part happening. I see. I see Raquel dumping Dakota, but I don't see Dakota being jealous of Raquel. I see, I see the first, I see them, I see Io and Raquel have a match, but it doesn't end up clean because I see Candace showing up, just being upset that, what the heck, like you just go up to her and you choose a fight. There's no actual real number one contender now since like Tony's out. Candace is kind of tied to the belt, the tag team belts with Indy for for at least a week, I think, after that that segment that we saw. True, but they can throw that in for like a week while they have other ta- like other matches going on to develop. Because you have your champions, you still need to develop your like the rest of the teams going forward. Yeah. But I can see that going for like a one or two week, and then Raquel like get disappointed or whatever because like Dakota's never really there to help her out. She just gets in the way, and then she gets dumped. And then we can get team team kickback because hopefully, uh, yeah, that Tegan would be back. That's why, like, I don't think, and that's why I don't think that 
if they do play again, me just saying it's a dumb idea. So repeating it so that they hear that it's a dumb idea and don't and don't. <laughs> it's 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 out there. So there's no way that it, it can't be said or considered at least. Yeah, if you do that, if you have Dakota turn on Raquel, you kind of lose the option. Or not the option, but the storyline later down the road where Tegan comes back and they can get back together and then attack and then go after Raquel. But we'll, I don't know. We'll see what, what comes about. I'm just not optimistic because of the way this rain has gone. And so to get into that, <laughs> we have two long reigning champions right now. One of them has been reigning the longest of any WWE champion, in NXT specifically. One of them is NXT UK champion, Kaylee Ray, my favorite woman wrestler right now. So this is obviously going to be a biased conversation on my end, and Hector will be biased on EO to support her, so it'll, it'll be <laughs> fair in that sense. I'll finally have a play here as opposed to on our semi-basic where we just shit on EO. So, yeah, I love listening to that all the time. <laughs> so Kaylee's reign has been historic, capped off this last week, which with the the women's match of two, 2021 i'm saying that again yeah nobody's gonna touch it with with mako capped it off now she can either start to be a face or she can lose that belt whatever they want to do with her she she should be able to punch a ticket because in this reign she has had so many notable feuds and so many notable matches with a roster that is very much not notable and she's made herself look really good throughout it and she's shown that she can wrestle hardcore with piper she's shown that she can put on great dramatic matches another one with piper both in that same feud she's shown how she could be a bully heel because she bullied tony talking about how she like walked out on her family and shit for a long time that was when she took that belt and that was when she originally took it i think and that feud was great it lasted for a long time she's had a like Feuds with a couple other people on the roster. And so uh, what I'm saying is Eos feuds in her reign. Like, here, and so here's where my actual criticism comes in is where are Eos feuds? The one with Candice is, is kind of a half-assed one, if you admit. I, which, all right, here's me attacking it. It's kind of a half-assed <laughs> one because Candice and Eo broke up a year ago and then you just bring them together for like these two matches and, can't, and they put on a banger of a match. That was probably Eos' best match in this run. And then her reign with like her her run with Rhea wasn't really a program at all. They just fought one match. She didn't really have a rivalry with Dakota, which she could have because as we've discussed, Dakota's pretty great. And then the other one that she has now is the one with Tony Storm, which is another one they're pulling out of their ass from two years ago. Am I wrong? I realize I'm being somewhat unfair, but am I completely wrong? You're not completely wrong. The Here's what I'll bring it up. I was like, okay, so Kaylee Ray, forever champion, has beat all these people, but also she's limited in the in the in the stars that she has in her division because like there's not many people there, so pro that's why the match is probably like great on that end. Good for her. I haven't seen anything, but I do want to see this last match that she was in because Liz it. posted on IG and I was like, holy cow. Um, and then after you fall in love with Kaylee Ray, you need to go back and watch the Piper matches. <laughs> And I got to see the Jenny versus Piper one. I think that's what that just came out today. Because uh, that, that, that just looks hilarious. Like, I just want to see Jenny get made up. Yeah, um, I'm, I'll watch it, but I'm, yeah. But it, here's the problem with Io. Io is a good champion because she's won this whole time and she's held the reign. And 
that's the basic of it because when she won her belt, they brought Charlotte to to bring more light into the promotion. And then when Eo won, they lost track of everything because we had this weird pandemic going on that lost track of the site because we had so many plans. We were we were gonna get Walter and and Finn yeah, Balor yeah. for the UK. Belt. I still think that's that I think that's gonna be at Stand Up That was gonna be insane. And now, like they, now they believe that they had they had to correct all the storylines. The women's division is so stacked, and like the chant, and it's so sad. But the champion got lost in the shuffle, and now. They're feeding, they started to feed her people that she can beat to defend her championship to legitimize it. It's kind of like Rocky Three, and then like Clubber Lang shows up. Like that, and Raquel is going to be Clubber Lang. Like she's going to lose the belt to her. We, we can all see it. Like we all know that's what's going to happen. I'm not confident. But, that's what I'm saying, dude. No, I will, I totally, 100%, as much as I love you, and I love the freaking photo thing that I have on my wall. She's going to lose to Raquel at WrestleMania at, at the takeover there, which is called Stand and Deliver, which we'll, we'll get to that. But that's where she's going to lose it. She's going to lose it on night two because I think women will main event the last night and then men will main event the, the first night. But that's where she's going to drop it. She's going to have a feud with Raquel, start developing the whole thing with Raquel. But whatever they try to do, it's not going to be clean. This has to hold out till WrestleMania week. I mean, it doesn't have to hold out that far because the Raquel one, WrestleMania is not that far. It's a lot closer than you think it is. It's in like a couple weeks. Yeah, it's like in three or four weeks. Yeah, the, so the... that's not a good rivalry for her. Like That's what I'm saying. For the way that they've built her to be the greatest champion and be this, and they keep on throwing out shit like that, even in her promos, and the, and the announcers are trying to drive the home point that Io is this great champion. The only, like way that that I mean there's one of two ways that that ends and that's Raquel destroys her and instantly proves that she's worthy by by doing this or it's not enough of a it's not big enough of a feud for Raquel to finally overcome her and take that belt she's gonna lose to EO and then drop back in, in the title picture and so here is what I'll say is a lot of people shout on Charlotte when she came here because she ruined Rhea and she ruined this division and she was taking so many opportunities from people in this division. When you look at this division now, it is so much more stacked than it ever has been. And you see people like Shotzi and people like Amber and people like Dakota and people like Raquel and all these people who could have gotten the belts all this time. And like EO, st- like EO could win it occasionally. And that's that, like I brought this up on semi basic is this is the one division because of how stacked it is, especially at the top end of it, where the belt could switch every single week or every other week and everybody would love it. It would be awesome because like everybody's deserved it at this point. Or you could have like rematches where somebody doesn't end up winning it and then we have someone finally come back and like and then put, switch out somebody there. But you can have a lot of drops with this belt. And what it seems like they're going to try and do given this week's booking is they're going to try and do that booking to the tag team belts. Which if you're going to fine, like congratulations EO that Triple H loves you this much that he's willing to sideline Shotzi and Ember and Raquel and all these talented women in the best division on the planet right now for you to be, for you to keep your championship. But 
That's what I'm saying. I'm not confident that they're going to give it to Raquel. And if they do, I'll, I'll leave my words and I'll, I'll be happy and we'll see where it goes from there. And I'll be, I'll be happy for the, the breath of fresh air, but I, I'm just not confident it's happening. Like, see, I would, yeah, I, the way that I picture this is Raquel does win at, 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 take a, at uh, TakeOver and, and EO takes a break and then EO goes up because I feel they're planning something with her and Asuka. Because, like, they used to be tag team partners in Japan together. Yeah. So, uh, I can see that something ha- something has to happen to the other, belt- the other belts to bring them some more pristine. Because when they first came out, they were great. And then they just let it die. And then now they stuck it uh, to Borshana Baszler and Nia Jax. But I feel like they're planning to do something with them. Because if they... Because Asuka and, and Kyrie are great together. But now that Asuka will probably actually have her real tag team partner. Like, that they're going to look insane mm-hmm. together doing moves. And if Eo comes up all crazy and, like, turns Asuka crazy as opposed to, like, whatever's happening with her right now, that would be cool. Like, yeah, yeah like, some of this could be cool. And it... I'm glad that you're here to, to be the optimistic part of it because I'm just not... Which is weird, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just not looking forward to it, but, I, like, with... They just... I'll tell you what it was. It goes back to, to War Games, dude. The trauma of the first women's War Games and then messing that up so much and everybody somehow still, like, thinking it was great. It just... I just don't... Yeah, because no one won that. No one won that. Because yeah. you have to have four or four people yeah. in there to start the match. <laughs> We don't need to keep rehashing this and keep me negative about this division because I am really excited for it. I do think it is the best division on the planet, regardless of gender. Okay, what if this happens? So your favorite female wrestler, who is the true forever champion, as I like to tease you now with with Io, what if she what if she ends up taking the belt from Io? That and, and see that's a, that's something and, that would have been cool too. But um, yeah, we'll we'll have Be- to see what. Because she technically she's the only one this week that hasn't announced. Hey, they lift travel restrictions that she can come to the U.S. Did now. all the rest of them? Yeah, because see, uh, they can't afford to lose her right now, and there's nobody sensible enough to take it. They still need to build. Um, there's a girl on there. It's not Ty Valkyrie. It's it's if. Valkyrie, Are you Effie, Effie Valkyrie. No, no, that's Zaya Brookside. No, there's a girl named Effie Valkyrie. She's like the Oscar right now of there. She's, she's undefeated of NXT in NXT UK. But like they're trying to do like a, a confidence storyline with her. So once she starts to get a few more uh, wins under her belt, once she end up ends up beating Piper, then she'll take that off of Kaylee. Or if they're just trying to fast track this, Piper beats Ginny, fucking. Demands a match with Kaylee, actually beats her, and then yes, if Kaylee's on the first flight over here to take that belt off of EO, that's the only way that I love Raquel not being the one to take the belt off of EO. Yeah, because then I can see Kaylee and Raquel probably having a feud mm-hmm. because Raquel's like, You took my opportunity to take it from EO. Yeah. Yeah, we'll have to see where it goes. See, and, see, see, Triple H, right there, we fix it. We, we go right there. We, we can solve our own problems with them I mean, the conversation. Got, they. I should give the NXT the benefit of the doubt, but they're still under the umbrella of WWE, and uh, yeah, I just don't, I don't trust it. So, 
I think that's enough about the women for now, right? The first 30 minutes of the episode? Yeah, well, then they should have a whole hour and a half to themselves. But... Yeah, no, uh, they should have their, their own program for sure, because we would just switch. That sh- this sh- if there is a, a women's episode, I am sure that this will switch over to that. <laughs> we may talk about, like, Cole and Balor occasionally, but we'll mostly be talking Brizango, about that probably. Like, uh... Yeah. So, speaking oh, yeah. about them, let's get into the tag team division. <laughs> So I was really excited for this match today uh, with uh, Grizzled Young Vets and um, Legado because also, just a little beforehand, there's some garbage called Devlin that won, like, the Cruiserweight and then, like, it had we don't a talk about We don't talk about that false champion on here. <laughs> yeah, well, like, just a little background on it. And he, like, filmed himself at an airport saying that he's coming to America to show that he's really the champion, but we all know that Escobar is the real champion because they had a whole tournament here and he won it. That's why the belt looks amazing and that's why it hasn't dropped to anyone. But Regal was talking to him in the hallway and Escobar is like, we all know this is bullshit, right? And I love that. He's like, no, 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 no. It's the number I said. Well... Well, like, how the Fantasma walks up, he's like, oh, we're going to go do our match or whatever. He's like, don't worry. I'll keep an eye on you guys, but I got to take care of business with Regal. So I love how that's just, like, a little side moment, but it's still, like, hey, it's developing the story. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I was super excited for this match um, because I wanted Legado to win, which they did, but I wanted them just to be awesome and and their moves and stuff up in... Uh, the Grizzled Young Vets, but also I was excited to see them too because now I like them ever since <laughs> the, since the championship. Yeah, but like what five minutes into the match, they're starting to re- get it a little interesting. Astronauts show up, and I swear to God, I I message you so quick. I was like, it's fucking Rizango. <laughs> like I I was like, they're gonna whoop their ass. Like. And no, it was MSK distracting Grizzled Young Vets. They lose, and then they start whooping up on Grizzled Young Vets. And Legado Fantasma is in the ring, cracking up about it. And who comes out of the back? Brazango whooping ass. And I'm all like, oh, Fandango, do this shit. <laughs> this is has me so excited for this freaking tag team division now. Like... This is going to be great. This is yeah. awesome. This is just a tease of what's to come. Yeah, this is why Stand and Deliver needs to be two, two nights long. Because we can't have just five matches on the card. We're going to need to have oh, yeah. ten matches and two nights. I, I mean, I don't know that our hearts can, can are healthy enough for two nights of TakeOver, <laughs> but we're going to have to figure out a way, dude. Yeah, and again, that was the other announcement that Regal made, is that we have our first ever two nights. Uh, take over it's stand and deliver the logo looks way cooler than the one that they have for Wrestlemania like I wish they put a little blood at the end of the blades but that would probably be too much um, but yeah I'm so excited and I'm glad that everybody's going to have enough time to perform and put on an amazing show over the two nights it'll be the last time that it's going to be on a Wednesday <laughs> yes yeah, so they haven't that, announced it, but we all know what's going to happen. That is the last night it's supposed to be? 
Supposedly, I think so, yeah. See, when I first saw what they were, when I first saw that it was two nights, I was like, oh, they're going to do it on Tuesday, Wednesday, and then just the next week we're back here on Tuesday. Which would seem to make sense to me. I don't know why they're doing it that way, but whatever. Now we get to double our wrestling watching because we get to watch the other show that happens on Wednesday. At least I don't know about you, but I'll probably watch it at least more often than not. I wonder if Impact's going to be bad. Motherfuckers, like we just had enough people watching yeah, to keep us afloat. <laughs> I was disgusted. I think I think with the with our Twitter account with a couple other people and uh we were talking about like, oh yeah, like I don't know why everybody's complaining. It's a win-win-win. We win get to watch NXT, win get to watch uh AEW, everyone except Impact wins. <laughs> <laughs> uh oh. Yeah, so, yeah, that was cool. I did enjoy that spot because that where, uh, what's his name? I'm still, I still don't know their names for MSK. Wesley? Wesley, the Wesley, one with the damaged hand. Yeah, smashed his hand with the helmet. Oh, <laughs> it looked like a crazy spot, dude. He just stands there standing over him. Uh, and then dancing was cool. So, yeah, I'm just like you excited for this tag team division i was so mad when the camera like panned away and i go i get it like they're doing something in the back but i go i don't care it's brizango i haven't seen brizango since like the beginning of the dusty like not tournament. really seen them yeah and um but then it pans away to the fact that like i think it was it was raquel where eo they're talking about like Hey, there's always been a first. Like, there's only a first, and that was Raquel and Dakota being the women's tag team champions. Yeah. And then it pans to the left, and it's Io, and she's like, "I want you." And now I was like, "Oh damn, <laughs> Lolita's mad." But then Raquel just like stands up and towers over her, and she's like, "All right, chiquita, <laughs> like you're gonna regret what you wish for." I was like, "Oh shit, it's gonna happen tonight too." Yeah. Um. Oh yeah. So that I. Whatever they have planned, I, I have faith in Triple H. I should, and, you're right. And please don't let Road Dog take control of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Road Dog take control. We're going to have Connor Reeves win the women's title. <laughs> oh, um, but yeah, whatever's going to happen is going to be great. Oh, before, there's one thing that I want to bring up. And as I can't wait for Bronson Reed to chuck the life out of LA Knight like he <laughs> did in that promo. Did you see how huge his hand was on his goddamn <laughs> yeah. neck like la Knight's like oh shit like i'm gonna die dude you know he's gonna end up winning that match somehow which sucks for bronson but yeah that was i'm excited for that too we'll get we'll get to see what he can finally do at some point are they wrestling next week no uh so la Knight premieres next week they don't they don't say who his match is okay. so it's gonna be like a chopper yeah but you know bronson's gonna show up and like whoop his ass uh, and Leon Ruff looking mean, telling Swerve, yo, bro, you messed up on your two chances. <laughs> Just what we said, which he's not lying. That's, <laughs> that's what I was saying the other day about HT. I was like, what is everybody's problem with the truth here? Like, Roderick Strong was told he wasn't a leader. Sorry, you got red, man. Freaking carrying cross got told he had a nice car, a nice lady, and a bum shoulder. You got red, like... <laughs> Why does everybody want to fight over the truth here? <laughs> so, I guess we're going to get that match next week, which I'm actually, like, super excited because I want Leon Ruff to, like, whoop Swerve's ass. <laughs> I don't, dude. I told you I like Swerve, so I'm... I, I really wanna... want this Swerve, this Swerve heel turn to, like, 
catapult him into to the next tier. We can oh, see yeah, him finally like, totally, start to fight for the North American title. But I want to see like I want to see Leon Ruff go two two up on him just to like <laughs> see what happens where he gets so pissed. He's like, "What the hell's going on? Yeah. Well, bro, you you can't take advantage of your chances." Uh, yeah. So we'll see. We'll have to see where that goes. I'm looking at the roster to see if there's anybody else we really need to talk about. I know you don't like it, but I still got to give keep giving props to the way their their segments have been great and they've been super funny. Dexter Lewis versus Austin Theory next week, which yeah. I'm super excited about. That's gonna be a good match. Um, um, there is word. I don't know if this is true, but Pete Dunn did have a match with Jake Atlas, uh, and I and I know I keep bringing this up, but. Uh, just a little side note on Jake Atlas. Man, someone really likes this kid, and I'm glad for him. But he's changed his gear three times and has gotten his music changed and entrance changed out three times as well in the past, like, five months. <laughs> and while other people still got the same music they started out with, so, like, good on you, but can you give me a win? <laughs> um, but Pete Dunn announced that he's the best technical wrestler out there. And there's somebody on the main roster that might show up to challenge that. So Cesaro? we'll see if uh, Daniel Bryan. Huh. Which would, yeah, he's I, not going to have I anything. He's not going to have anything to do after Fastlane. So I'm. I would not be surprised if, if he answers that call, and that would be actually be a really good match for like WrestleMania or yeah. for Takeover. Yeah, that would Takeover. Be- we gotta change the name. <laughs> it's messed us up so many times. <laughs> so many times. Um, yeah, so I wouldn't mind that. The other ones that I heard was Walter, which would be good, but yeah, I think cause... it'd be too soon because if you are gonna if you are gonna have his clash with Finn, it it needs to happen. Or if they're just tried decided to nix that all together, then yeah, let's go ahead and have that match. Uh, I, I mean, I... Thatcher's still gonna be on there. Is Thatcher's not technical wrestling? He's catch wrestling, right? Yeah. So. And also, Imperium sent out an invite to Thatcher to join. And you can, you know, bring the Psycho Killer with you. The Psycho <laughs> Killer said, nah, we're we going to go after them and their leader. Yeah, I, I'm i not a fan of that storyline. I eh, I wish Ciampa was doing something better. Yeah, I know. What if I, they send Ciampa and Thatcher to the pond and start, like, wrecking <laughs> havoc in the UK? That Thatcher is like the American psycho destroying people in NXT UK would actually make me watch NXT UK's men's division. <laughs> you have to, the only thing I have in common with you is my teeth. Yeah, they'd have to put him on every single week, and he could. He could destroy people in five, ten minutes and make it worth it for sure. And then give yeah. the other 40 minutes to, to Kaylee Ray or Piper Niven. I can see him like picking up also that dragon off kid. He's like, This is your dragon. You <laughs> challenge your chair and just chuck him at the ring. <laughs> Uh, like Mushu. Yeah. <laughs> and so I think we've talked about most people except for the main title picture. <sighs> Is there anything else that you want to talk to before we get into that? Wait, Cameron Grimes. Anything you got to say about Cameron Grimes? The billionaire that can buy a Ferrari whenever he wants. <laughs> did you in hear that real... he actually did get a little bit of money in that? So that was kind of other, that was other money in the storyline? <laughs> And he trying to man, and Rico don't give a damn <laughs> to the moon. Um, we need to see him more, but I know what they're planning. Like, they already established what his new character is going forward. 
I am upset that his new gear, like, I know it's, like, bedazzled, but it doesn't have Cameron Grimes bedazzled like it normally does. Uh-huh. But I was like, oh, uh, it's okay. It's the Warsi crystals. Those are very expensive. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I'm super excited for the character that he has and what they did with it. Um, they just need not to focus on making him a champion going forward. Uh-huh. Like him and Dexter Loomis. Uh because they totally deserve it, but and this whole week they were just planting seeds, so next week I hope they keep planting some more, because, man, it's starting to go green everywhere. <laughs> yeah, I would like it. I, I just don't see him being a champion. I see him eating pins all over the place, but I, I'll I'll enjoy it this whole time. It's really it's really fun, because he's that character from, like, the 80s. Where you just see him keep losing over and over again, but he'll, he'll entertain you every single time. He's the entertainment in sports entertainment, for sure. Man, his freaking cave is still horrifying. Yeah. It's so much scarier than freaking uh, the coup de grab by Finn. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that brings us, speaking of Finn, to the end of last week's match where Finn retained pretty predictably so um, over Finn Balor, or over Adam Cole, splits them up to, to have their own thing. Undisputed can finally start to resolve all this shit going on and drive the, the knife even further into our hearts. Also, it's bullshit that Adam Cole came out to the Undisputed music because I was like, Undisputed like, ends when he does that. That when he said that, I was like, "Oh, did me and Hector predict the undisputed Wolfpack? Are they gonna have fucking competing factions?" He, I was like, "Who the fuck is he gonna draft into his, uh, into his faction?" I, I was trying to think about it, but I didn't really give it too much thought other than that because I think I was falling asleep. But uh, yeah, I was like, "Motherfucker!" Like he came out to that music, and then he's pretty much like, "I am undisputed era." Um. The match was great. It was so good. I actually thought Finn Balor broke his jaw again. But yeah, I a lot seen of people were saying that. Um, freaking his Adam Cole super kick that's just going to make your teeth burst. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, this, this match was great. Fantastic. Went over. Especially led to the, like, the coolest part when you see O'Reilly in, in, like, in the crowd. And Adam Cole looks like he saw a ghost. He's like, oh shit. Um, and that, and because of that distraction, helps Finn recover. Finn wins. And then he just looks at O'Reilly after he wins. And he just like, he's right there. Have at him. Like he yeah. just gestures to him. O'Reilly gets in the ring and starts whooping his ass. And rips off the undisputed elbow thing. And I was like, oh no, say it ain't so. <laughs> he said he knew so how good. to get him in the ring. And he did. Uh, and oh. Kyle finally got to punch him right in the face <laughs> with a running start. Uh, beat the shit out of him, so we're going to get to see the fallout from them, and that, as we discussed when it happened, is going to be super fun. I, I felt bad for the refs because he was just whooping ass and didn't care. And, <laughs> oh, man, I, I can't wait to, to see how this all turns out. Every time um, we see him, we talk about it, dude. He's just so much... He's so good at this wrestling. Um... And then, after like they fell to the back, all of a sudden a a dark presence appeared over over Finn, and Finn just looked up and is like, "Oh, it's nothing but a man in a bum shoulders." <laughs> the apocalypse. Let me show you a demon I have inside, motherfucker. And oh man, just seeing them two stand up against each other. Now I'm excited to see Karrion Cross and and Finn go at it, and I want Finn to win. That's all I'm gonna say. Finn has to win this. 
So I actually pulled up the notes from our how to how to fix carrying cross. And I'm my close. my path was Bronson, Finn, Imperium, Walter, Demon Return. So replace Bronson with an actual champion because we as we discussed, uh Carrion isn't as big as they probably wish he was. Yeah. Uh so Bronson would probably make him look small, so that actually works out better that way, probably. And so now we're on that Finn part. So Walter comes, he beats Imperium. Or he starts beating up Imperium and then fights Walter. We might I might have predicted this is all I'm gonna say. I'm not I haven't not predicted this yet, other than the Bronson part. <laughs> uh I I could see this being the end of Finn and NXT and if so, like that would be cool. Cause here here's what I could see happening is this being the end of Finn and NXT uh take at TakeOver Stand and Deliver. We don't see him for a little while. The Fiend returns in whatever form he's going to return in. Murders Randy Orton at WrestleMania. And then the Demon shows up to fight the Fiend. And that's one of the images that we get at WrestleMania. Would be cool. I don't know that it'll happen, it'll happen because WrestleMania is such a mainstream event. We might have to wait until SummerSlam to see something like that. But that, yeah, would, mean I... that, we, that would mean that we lose Finn. With this undisputed rivalry, I think they could think that they could stand to lose him. I I can see that happening, and I hope it doesn't happen. Because <laughs> I feel because I what I'd like to see is all right, TikTok motherfucker, like show me what you got. And Finn whoops his ass, yeah. and then Karen finally goes up to the main roster, and then we get the Walter match. While Undisputed is still trying to figure out their own stuff. Yes. And that that's the one like drawback that I see there is that like I do want to see uh Walter and Finn, because I think that match would be so much better than anything that we've seen out of Walter so far. And I, I have yeah. been a low man on Walter, so yeah. Especially that Dragon Hunt match. <laughs> I don't want to talk negative about stuff that other people love, so moving on. <laughs> Uh, I think that's. I think we're all caught up on NXT. Yeah, I think so. Cool. Do you want to talk about AEW at all, or do you want to save it for another time? Sizzle, sizzle. <laughs> yeah, I guess we should leave it at that. If you know, you know. You get the candles out. <laughs> yeah, yeah but that's all we really need to say about that ending. I mean, the the show was okay, and I was. It's funny because all these AEW people were like, "This is their weakest event ever," and I was like, "I actually liked it. I finally liked a Hangman match. I am super excited for Christian Cage, even though a lot of people were shitting on it. There was also the Ethan Page. There was a superplex off of a ladder to Cody Rhodes, which was fucking looked like it hurt. Uh, that that barbed wire death match up until that fizzle at the end was pretty cool. And they, it's just funny that that's the last thing. Like, I catch it, and I was like, oh, man, like, Kenny looks messed up, but he won. And I yeah. was like, and I saw the one-winged angel into the chair, and I was like, holy crap. <laughs> I was like, what I miss? And then they're like, they're just going to blow up. I was like, what? And I'm watching, and I was like, oh, they're actually going to blow this up. And then it goes, sizzle, sizzle, and then sparklets. And I was like, yeah. And then that's, that's all I got to see. Yeah, see, like, they just really kind of dropped the ball on that for sure. And because 
there was a point in the match, I think it was like 10 minutes till, you hear these drums for probably like 30 seconds. Like war drums, dude. And at one point, Moxley like stops to hear it. And I was like, dude, if these drums are going to play for the last 10 minutes of this match, I don't know if I can finish watching it because my heart is just going to stop. <laughs> and I and then it stopped after like 30 seconds. I was like, all right, cool. Let's keep on going. But, oh man, that, that end was just not worth it. And I am a... Credit to Moxley, I will say. I have been a low man on him for a long time. But he his match with Jericho was part of the reason that I got back into wrestling in 2016. And that match the other night was really fucking good. I really enjoyed it up until that, <laughs> that fizzle at the end. That, that, that's good to hear. The... Uh, what was I going to say? The, the only thing I didn't like, and I know like they're just playing around or whatever, is they blamed Kenny. Yeah. That he can't put a bomb together. See, that, I think that's the only way that they can play this off. Is like, yeah, Kenny's a great wrestler, but he's fucking dumb. <laughs> I was like, Kenny knows how to play video games. He knows how to put a bomb together. <laughs> the other bookie that I, I've heard a couple bookies that were really good. And so, like, the way that Eddie, the the way that it's wrong is the way that they sold it. The announcer, if the announcers and Eddie Kingston hadn't sold it the way that they did, they probably could pull I it know. off. But the way that they were the that I, what I read was somebody saying Eddie could just say that he passed out, that he was afraid, so he passed out, and then like that was why he sold it that way. And somebody else was saying that Eddie could come out and say he prayed so hard, and that was why God was the one that stepped in and stopped those bombs. And then somebody was like, "Yeah, he had his rosary on, like it would have been perfect." <laughs> Oh man, but credit credit to Eddie Kingston because he sold that no matter what. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, so we'll get out of here now. Um, two predictions for next week are the only ones that I the only matches that I've seen is Dexter Loomis and Austin Theory. Who you got? Uh, Dexter Loomis. You got Austin Silence. Theory with the way interrupting there. I have the way interrupting in the favor of of Dexter Loomis. Oh, oh, that'd be uh. interesting. And then we got. You think they're gonna dump the Meat Boy, or they're just gonna try and add to the no. case of against Dexter Loomis? Uh, they're they're not gonna dump him, but it's gonna be uh, what's her name interrupting because she doesn't want him to oh, lose. Oh, okay, I get she it. has a crush on him. <laughs> no, I love him. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I can see that. Uh, all right, and then Scott and Ruff, who you got? Oh, I got Liam Ruff winning right. that one. Cool. So we'll we'll be mixed for both of them. Uh, this week because i got scott on that one um anything else you got to bring up before we finish uh keep wearing your masks and wait for your vaccination keep protecting each other look out for one another don't be selfish yep with that and beans beans and rice (laughs) all right later bye guys